Thank you for joining us here at Celebration Church, where we celebrate God, celebrate people, and celebrate life. We hope you enjoy today's message. Amen. Thank you, Greg. How awesome is Greg? Greg and Helen are such a blessing to our church, and we love you guys, and and we are thankful to God that you that He placed you guys here in this season, and we just pray blessing over you guys and. So thank you, Greg, for sharing um, this morning. Let's move this over a little bit. There we go. How are we all this morning? Are we good? Good. My name's uh, Nat. I'm one of the, the pastors here at Celebration Church, and it's so great to, to see you all uh, here today. And uh, for our uh, visitors, we welcome you. Um, we pray that you are blessed uh, this morning and that God would speak to you for those who have um, who are here, haven't been here for a while. Welcome back. It's good to see you guys as well. And for our church family, uh, have open hearts this morning. Open up your hearts this morning. I have the awesome privilege to be able to share uh, the word uh, with us. And I know that um, uh, last week, Pastor Benaiah shared on a, an amazing um, uh, you know sermon on the beauty of surrender. And I. I Kez and I, we actually weren't here last week, but I got to listen to the, the podcast this week, and it was an awesome message. The beauty of surrender, the power of just letting go, letting go and just putting all our trust in our Heavenly Father. So I encourage you, if you haven't heard that sermon yet, to, to go back and to listen to that. If you've heard it, go and listen to it again. There are so many uh, there are great points in their principles for our lives that we can, uh, you know, live out of and, and apply to our lives as we, as we continue to walk with God. Amen. And as Libby was just saying that, uh, you know, our celebration offering that we had a couple of weeks ago, encourage you, if you haven't, um, remember, there's no, there's no pressure in that. If you're a new person or a visitor, there's, we're not asking you there is no pressure but if you haven't given and you would like to be able to give into the celebration offering please know that as Libby was saying that it's still open to um we've got uh what week what day are we now there's one more week isn't it yes well finishes at the end of this week because next sunday is the first of october just looking making sure they're nodding daylight savings starts next week daylight savings who likes daylight savings those with um, young kids love it because it totally messes with them. Means they're like, but why are you asking me to go to sleep? It is still light outside. So do what you can this week to black out the windows. Um, make sure there's still airflow. Um, you want them to be able to be comfortable. But yes, daylight savings uh, next week. It is such. It is so much better these days because you know. Remember the days where you had to manually change uh, your your clock um, and. People, like I will not mention one person that would always turn up, no matter what, and they're laughing right now, because whether it was the start of Daylight Savings or the end of Daylight Savings, they would either turn up an hour early or an hour late. And every time, I just remember watching them coming out, it's Daylight Savings. But we're so lucky these days because it just changes for us on our phones. So um, next week, Daylight Savings starts. Also, uh, it's a long weekend next weekend too, which is good. It's always good. Who loves a long, good long weekend? Why don't we just take a moment before we before we get into the word? Why don't we just close our eyes? It's always good just to just to make room 
in a busy life, we're always just going from one place to the next. And even in church, we're going from worship to the, to the offering, to the announcements and to the word. And then before you know it, it's lunch. But church is, 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 a, is a great time to be able to just go, just to relax. So, Father, we just make room for you. We make room for you. We thank you that you sent your son Jesus for us. Who gave his life for us. And Holy Spirit, we welcome you. We thank you that you're our counselor. You're our comforter. Holy Spirit, come and speak to us today. Remind us of who you are and remind us of who we are in you. And above all, may you be glorified in this place. In your mighty name we pray. And everybody said, Amen, Amen. Thank you, Cynthia. You may be seated. I just want to thank our, our pastors for giving us this opportunity to be able to, to share. I don't take that, that lightly and, and it's not something that, you know, that our pastors take lightly either. So I uh, just want to thank them for, for allowing uh, myself to come up today and to, to share. And, and we are very blessed to, to have amazing pastors. And it's always, um, and I was r- once again reminded this week about praying for our our pastors. I, I received a, a message from my my grand grandmother. Um, she's about like this tall. No, she's probably about. She's, she's not that much taller than that, to be honest. Really, she is about this tall. Um, she uh, she is an amazing uh, woman of God. Loves Jesus with all her heart. And she sent me this message last uh, the other day, and it just talked about how just checking in. She often just checks in to see how we're going, but she's like, just I want to let you know that I'm praying for your pastors, praying that, that you know, uh, for them. Can you let them know that I'm praying for them? And it's so amazing to have, you know, men and women across our city who love praying and who love praying for, for you guys, love praying for for the church, love praying for, for pastors and leaders across this city and across the country. And let's never underestimate the power of prayer. But that's not what I'm speaking about today. But just, um, yeah, as I said, I just wanted to thank our pastors for um, the amazing work that they do. And I don't know if I welcome to those who are watching online or those who will be listening um, at another point on podcasts. We pray that God would speak to you also as you hear this, this message. Uh, today, I'll be speaking about the, the, the topic is remember, I am favored. Remember, remember, I am favored. I don't know about you, but remembering things has not always been a strong suit of mine. I'm hesitant to, to, to acknowledge that because my wife is looking at me and laughing. And, um, but remembering things has not always been a strong suit of mine. I get distracted. Um, I'll go, she'll ask me to do one thing. I'll go to do it, but then I'll get distracted by something else. And then she's like, 
how come that's not done? And I, well, well, I did this, but that's not what I asked to do. Is any other person kind of like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even even as a young child, uh, I remember going to to school, and I'd get home, and my mum would ask me, uh, Nat, where is your school jumper? Nat, where is your drink bottle? Nat, where is your lunchbox? And my response would be, like she'd be asked, where did you put it? I don't know, I, I forgot. That would be my response. And my dad would often just make um, you know, a bit of fun of me and go, I don't know, I forgot. Um, but that would be my response for anything. Anyone would be like that, just, you just plain don't know, you forgot. Anyone else? Yeah. But I think there are some parts, and Kez, I'm not going to look at Kez on purpose. I think I have gotten a little bit better at that, but I'm not going to look because she's probably like, definitely not. So just quick look, quick glance. But why, why I'm uh, sharing about that is because we're coming close. <laughs> we're already almost in October. Before we know it, we're going to be Christ- celebrating Christmas. It's the end of the year. It's coming very quickly. And this year, we've been speaking about the Father's favour. And I just wanted to encourage us this morning to just, you know, just to relax, to take a moment to stop, breathe, and remember the favour of God. Remember about what we have learnt about this year. Because, you know, we don't just do these uh, themes or topics because it's just a great idea. No, no, we, we, we believe that God is wanting to speak to us about that. And it's not just something as we get into, we go into 2024, we get a new theme, we forget about the Father's favour. No, no, no. We keep remembering about the favour of God on our lives. And my prayer uh, today is that through this message that wouldn't be like how I was as a child, maybe still a little bit as an adult, that it wouldn't forget, but we'd remember that God's favor is available to us, that we are surrounded with his favor, and to remind each other of the favor of God. And I don't know exactly how many times in the Bible you might do some uh, research yourself, but I, I do know this, that many times in Scripture it talks about remember. Remember when I did this, or it talks about Do not forget what I have taught you. So I think that's important for us as we go back and just recap this this year about the Father's favour, that we would remember, that we would not forget what God has spoken to us. And so this year's scripture we talked about in uh, Psalms 90 and verse 17, and it'll be on the screen as well. If you've got your Bible, um, feel free to turn to that as well. But it says, May the favor of the Lord our God rest on us, establish the work of our hands for us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. I'll read that again. May the favor of the Lord our God rest on us, establish the work of our hands for us. Yes, establish the work of our hands. And when you read that scripture, I think that that scripture is a, is a great scripture to, to read to yourself, to, to remind yourself and to ask God, may your favor rest on us. May you establish the work of our hands. And we also looked at uh, 
that in the definition of favor that we looked at this year, God's demonstrated kindness to his people through his unmerited grace, blessing, promotion, and presence. We learn about three types of favor, and I apologize uh, if I say this wrong, and uh, Narelle, you can correct me after the... So how, like, I, I love that you have your title, Dr. Reverend. Um, I don't, does anyone else have like great titles? No? Paul used to be the mayor of the, the city. But you can correct me, Narelle, if I say this wrong. Three types of favor we learned about Chen, which is the grace, Ratson, or Ratson, favor, delight, acceptable, acceptance, and three, Charis, which is grace and kindness. And four different ways God shows us his favor. And we've got the uh, images on on our, our wall as well. Protection, provision, promotion, and presence. And I know that I'm quickly going through these things, but it's just a quick recap about uh, this year. And so it's always good to take time to remember. And I just encourage you, even with that, this year, you know, with the messages that we've um, have heard, take time, whether it's listening back to a podcast or looking back at the notes that, that you have written. And if you don't take notes, it's, I, I encourage you to take notes because sometimes you write notes which are not necessarily what the, uh, the person at the front is sharing, but that is something that God spoke to you in that moment. So it's always good to look back at what you, um, the, what you wrote down and go, oh, we we're learning about that and God, you spoke to me about this. And it's good to take that time to remember. I know if you have, uh, you know, family members like mine who love to tell stories. Anyone have like, you know, family members who whenever they sit down, they always tell stories. I know that someone here who loves to tell stories, Wayne, if you'd like to hear good stories, Wayne Adler loves to tell some stories. He has amazing stories and amazing memory of those stories. I don't know how his memory is around doing other things. Mary, you might be able to uh, shake your head, but Wayne has amazing stories and there are, I have family members who love to tell stories and when um, I was growing up and even still when they get together to this day whenever my dad and my uncle get together they tell these stories and it's not the first time I've heard these stories it's pretty much every single time they get together they tell the exact same stories anyone have family members like that it's just like I've heard this before. Pretty much, I feel like I could probably tell these stories on their behalf. I'm not going to because it's like stories about what the, the mischief they got up to, uh, where they were, who was with them. But they love telling these stories and they are amazing stories. They genuinely make me laugh. But, um, and I, I don't complain about this, I love hearing those stories. And because they get so excited about telling these stories and and I think about it you know like how's your memory do you remember what God has done for you do you remember his the, his promises over your life do you remember about the the favor of God on your life or have you forgotten it's so easy to forget and sometimes we we forget things because 
life is so busy or things happen circumstances happen and what it does is it could be there could be things that then like disappointment it could be things that 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 have hurt hurt us and it just becomes a little bit blurry and over time that kind of becomes even more that feels like it's very distant and then we can forget what god has done we think we can forget who god has called us to be or what he has done for us and what he has done for others and we can forget about what we've been learning this year about the father's favor and the bible is full of many stories many stories and what we're going to look at today is we're going to take a look at um, about a man who done something to help his people remember what God had done for them. And this story um, is of a man named jo- uh, Joshua, and and um, and we're going to read through Joshua three and four, and it talks about what what God had done to uh, for Joshua and the Israelites after walking for for uh, for forty years in the wilderness or in the desert and as they were about to enter in to the promised land and during this time of the wilderness and in the desert god done so many things for them miraculous signs and wonders like wild things that we would think you know that surely i would then i would not forget what god had done if there was like a cloud of fire that <laughs> or you know that you know that um when moses uh, struck the rock and then water Came like oh, and then manna, like food falling from the sky, so that we could eat every day. Like they're cr- pretty wild things, but yet somehow they would forget. Their hearts became hardened, and so in and I apologise for having a big chunk of scripture here, but I just wanted to read that to help set up what we're going to be looking at a little bit later. And so we're going to we're going to come to Joshua chapter three. Uh, and verse 1, so if you've got your Bible, please feel free to, to turn, hear those pages. Or it's usually just fingers swiping now, isn't it? <laughs> turn your volume up so you can hear the page. Sw- no, I don't know. Don't turn your volume up because then all of a sudden we'll hear everyone's ringtone. Someone will get a message and we'll just get distracted. But in Josh, 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 Joshua 3 and verse 1, it says, Early in the morning. Joshua and all the Israelites set out from Shittim and went to the Jordan where they camped before crossing over. After three days, the officers went throughout the camp, giving orders to the people. When you see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God and the Levitical priest carrying it, you are to move out from your positions and follow it. Then you will know which way to go, since you have never been this way before. But keep a distance of about 2,000 cubits between you and the Ark. Do not go near it. Joshua told the people, Consecrate yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do amazing things among you. Joshua said to the priests, Take up the Ark of the Covenant and pass on ahead of the people. So they took it up and went ahead of them. And the Lord said to Joshua, Today I will begin to exalt you in the eyes of all Israel, so that you may know that I am with you as I was with Moses. Tell the priests who carry the Ark of the Covenant, When you reach the edge of the Jordan's waters, which is a river, go and stand in the river. Joshua said to the Israelites, Come here and listen to the words of the Lord your God. This is how you will know that the living God is among you 
and that he will certainly drive out before you the Canaanites, Hittites, Hivites, Perizzites, Gergesites, Amorites, and Jebusites. That's a lot of sites. See, the ark of the covenant of the Lord of all the earth will go into the Jordan ahead of you. Now then, choose 12 men from the tribes of Israel, one from each tribe, and as soon as the priests who carry the ark of the Lord the Lord of all the earth set foot in the Jordan. Its waters flowing downstream will be cut off and stand up in a heap. So when the people broke camp to cross the Jordan, the priests carrying the Ark of the Covenant went ahead of them. Now the Jordan is at, at flood stage all during harvest. Yet as soon as the priests who carried the Ark reached the Jordan and their feet touched the water's edge, the water from upstream stopped flowing. It piled up in a heap a great distance away at a town called Adam in the vicinity of Zarethan while the water flowing down to the Sea of the Arabah, that is the Dead Sea, was completely cut off. So the people crossed over opposite Jericho. The priests who carried the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord stopped in the middle of the Jordan and stood on dry ground, while all Israel passed by until the whole nation had completed crossing on dry ground. Now, that's an amazing story in itself, and I encourage you, read through, if you haven't taken time to read through the Old Testament, Read through the altar that's full of God doing miracles, signs, and wonders. Now, it wasn't like there was like a couple of hundred people crossing the, the Jordan River. Uh, there were millions of people crossing that river. And I don't know how long it doesn't say, but I, having at least a few million people crossing a river would take a very long time so that river stopped on both sides and piled up in a heap. You can, and you can picture that. And you can picture that. And they walked over on dry ground. That is amazing in itself. On dry ground. Like just because the water is moved doesn't mean that the, 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 the riverbed is dry. But it tells us that the, they walked on dry ground. It is amazing. And then when you go into chapter 4... It said, when the whole nation had finished, this in verse 1, crossing the Jordan, the Lord said to Joshua, choose 12 men from among the people, one from each tribe, and tell them to take up 12 stones from the middle of the Jordan, from right where the priests are standing, and carry them over with you, and put them down at the place where you stay tonight. So Joshua called together the 12 men and had appointed from the Israelites, one from each tribe, and said to them, go over. Before the ark of the Lord, your God, in the middle of the Jordan, each of you is to take up a stone on his shoulder, according to the number of the tribes of the Israelites, to serve as a sign among you. In the future, when your children ask you, what do these stones mean? Tell them that the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off. These stones are to be a memorial to the people of Israel forever. So the Israelites did as Joshua commanded them. They took 12 stones from the middle of the Jordan, according to the number of the tribes of the Israelites, as the Lord had told Joshua. And they carried them over with them to their camp, where they put them down. Joshua set up 12 stones that had been in the middle of the Jordan at the spot where the priests who carried the Ark of the Covenant had stood. And they are there to this day. When you think about stones, don't you think like stone like is a little thing? Little, like a little stone, they put it on their shoulder. No, it's not. Um, I'm sure that it wasn't like a little stone that they just put on their shoulder and walked it across. So I'm sure it w- had uh, some substance. But they use Joshua had the, used these 12 stones for what to be a memorial for the Israelites and their children. So when their children ask, 
What's that there for? They then could then tell a story. And it got me thinking about how inquisitive children are. For those of you who, who your children may be older now, you, rem- you can remember when your children were young and all they did was just ask questions. They get to a certain age and all they do is ask questions. And we've got three uh, beautiful girls, Addie, who's, who's uh, nine, Zoe, who's five, and um, she'll be six at the start of next year, and Winter, who'll be three at the end of uh, uh, this year in November. I mean, she she's at the age where she's just like, it's she thinks it's every day's her birthday. It's my birthday. Can I have a chocolate? Can I have a cake? Can I have... And she's just, yes, all the time will just tell us that it's her birthday. But they always ask questions and they love looking at... Uh, recently, more recently, they've been loving looking at... Like we've got these little books of um, mine and Kez's uh, wedding day and they'll look through the through the pictures and, and we just celebrated 13 years um, married on Monday. Um, thank you. So 13 years ago we got married and we actually got married on Alan and Kathy's farm. So 13 years ago, and that's gone very, very quickly. Um, but yeah, we and we celebrated that. But our girls love to look at the pictures and they'll go, what's, you know, what, what was this for? Or, or what's that? And, and you talk about it's it's about it was our wedding day and where we, 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 got, we got married. But those pictures or those little books are a memorial, a memory to that special day that Kez and I had. So that when our girls look at it, they go, oh, that's when mum and dad got married. And so these stones that Joshua had put down were used as something that would remind the Israelites and their generations to come of what God had done at that moment when they crossed the Jordan River. And so today, I've got some stones here or rocks that I want to use as illustration to remind us of what we had spoken about this year for around the Father's favour. Are we good? We all good? Okay, so stone one we're going to look at, and I'll get that out now. I'm going to put it up. There we go. However, Ooh, there we go. Stone one, we're going to look at. I think we've got a slide for that. Protection. Protection. Thanks, Claude. <laughs> Claude uh, does the, the uh, slides um, together. Why don't we thank her? She does an amazing job each. <laughs> Protection. So just like Joshua had put down some stones after they crossed the Jordan. We're going to look at, we're going to put down our stone today. We're going to look at this around protection. And I'm only going to touch on these quickly this morning. Don't get disappointed, Ryan. (laughs) But stone one, protection. In Psalms 5, verse 12, it says, Surely, Lord, you bless the righteous. You surround them with your favor as with a shield. Can we remember that God's favor protects us, surrounds us. He, what does it say? He blesses the righteous and he surrounds us with his favor as with a shield. When you're a kid, like when you're young, you know, especially a young boy growing up and you're watching superheroes or any, there's like, you know, force shield 
And you're like, oh, I have this force shield. You can't get near me. You can't touch me. And, but God's favor is like that. It's a shield that surrounds you. Or you might just think of a shield that when they, when they, um, when they would go back in, in war back in the day, they'd put the, the shield on their arm and they'd hold that out. But God's um, favor is a shield. It surrounds you. It's around you. It's around you. It surrounds you right now. Can you see it? And sometimes we forget that, that his favor surrounds us, that God surrounds us. As I say, you surround them uh, with your favor as with a shield. His favor surrounds you. He surrounds you as with a shield. Can you, can you picture that? Can you take that time, you know, not just now, we'll, we'll at the end of, of this, but even throughout your week, just to meditate on that. I don't know about, you know, I'm sure some of you do here, but if you don't, take the time with these, with these scriptures, declare it over yourself. If you're kind of feeling like, God, where's your favor? Find this scripture. Say it over yourself. Surely, Lord, you bless the righteous. And this is probably a moment there where you go, well, Lord, if I'm not in right standing, which is what righteous means, if I'm not in right standing with you, I repent. And may I be in right standing with you. Because when, when you do that, it says you surround us with your favor as with a shield. Can you remind me that I am surrounded with your favor as with a shield? Let that stone remind you this morning that you are surrounded with his favor. Stone number two. Provision. Provision. It says in Psalms chapter 84 and verse 11, says, for the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those whose walk is blameless. I love that. The Lord bestows favor and honor. It's like throwing on you favor and honor. God is pouring out. He's bestowing upon you favor and honor. We remember Will you remember that? Will that be a prayer? Once again, I, I, I love that these scriptures because it, it also looks at, because it says, no good thing does he withhold from those who walk that he's blameless. Once again, it's a moment of like, God, if there's anything that's hindering me from receiving, I repent. Because you said that no good thing do you withhold from those whose walk is blameless. May I be blameless. May I be pure, holy, and righteous in you, Lord. And then when you do that, and remind me that you bestow favor and honor. Not only do you just know it, but you can feel it. You can sense that. God wants to bestow favor and honor upon you. Will you let him? Will you let him? That's hard for some people. 
because we can look at things and go, but God, you do remember that thing that I did, that wrong thing I said. And we can have pity on ourselves, but God is a God who's full of grace. And if you come before him with a a repentant heart, he'll always forgive. Often we find it harder to forgive ourselves. And God has already forgiven you. You've already prayed that prayer. And you don't feel worthy of that favor and honor. It's like, no, 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 no. I don't, God, I don't deserve for you to bestow upon me favor and honor. And you look about, you know, the, the, um, the, the, prodigal, the parable of the prodigal son. He, in the natural, he probably he did not feel that he deserved that favor and honor from his father. But what did his father do? <laughs> gave him a robe, gave him a ring, and he favored him, he honored him because he loved him. Didn't matter what he'd done because his son come back with a repentant heart. That's all you need to do. Remember that God is your provider. wants to bestow upon you favor and honor. Allow him. That's a journey in itself, I know. As, but I do know this, that God can heal in a moment. But I also know this, that God can, um, will take time <laughs> to bring healing. And it can be frustrating. It can be frustrating. Because they're like, and you can see people and they're like, but God, you, you healed them. So in an instant, why is it taking me? Well, God's just taking on a journey. It's not always easy, but he wants to bestow upon you favor and honor. Stone number three that we're going to look at this morning is promotion. Promotion. It says in Psalms 90 and verse 17, May the favor of the Lord our God, what we read before, rest on us, establish the work of our hands. Yes, establish the work of our hands. And in Luke chapter 2, verse 52, it says, And Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. In favor with God and man. Now, we're not just talking about just going, God just going, giving us things without us actually, you know, doing anything ourselves and being faithful with what God has given us. But if we be faithful and walk humbly before God in right standing with Him, we don't need to self-promote. We don't need to puff ourselves up. But we can walk in humility And as we do that, just like Jesus did, grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. Have you ever had those conversations with people where you sit down and you talk about God and you walk away and you go, wow, I can sense God on their lives. I can see that God has done something in in their life. And on the flip side, where you sit down with someone and you go, hmm, I don't know, you feel a little bit icky. I don't know. I just say, but you just kind of go, oh, there's something uh, not right there. Yeah, has anyone ever had those? No, just me. Okay, cool. But 
I love those moments where you sit down and you and you have a conversation with someone and you can just and the and the, the presence of God just pours out of them. And I just think they have someone that that have spent time with God. You hear their stories and, and it's ups and downs, mountaintops, valleys, highs and lows. But yet, as they speak, you can sense the presence of God on their lives. And, and that is because as they've just walked with God, they didn't try and puff themselves up or become special in their own sight. It's just, they just grew. God wants you to grow. In John chapter 15, it talks about abiding in the vine. And I love that picture of abiding in the vine because I don't think vines just then stop growing no, they're, they're always growing and occasionally they get trimmed. And, and uh, I don't know if I really love being trimmed uh, because that's, we know that, that um, is painful times. But God is wanting us to grow. He's wanting you to grow. He's wanting you to, to flourish. He's wanting you to, to continue to, to, to grow in Him. To grow in Him. And I know it's a bit different when we look at, because when we think about promotion, we just think about this, you know, this, I get a title, I get a position, I get a new job, I get more money or, no, no, but think about it also. It could be that as well. Like if you're faithful with what you, you're doing and you walk with God and you do that, God will give you opportunities as well. It's not saying that he won't. He will, definitely will. I've been the recipient of that. I have worked in roles where I look back and go, how on earth did I get that because I did not have a qualification there? I did not have a skill there, but somehow I'm doing things, looking after people. I'm like, okay, God, this has to be you. This has to be you. God will do that. But also allow think about the promotion, that of growing in God. Amen? And the last stone we're going to look at is presence. Presence. Sorry, my perfectionist is, is too far across. <laughs> Better? Hold on there. Perfectionist at some things, but then my wife will probably look at me, but why are you perfectionist at fixing the pillow or the blanket? <laughs> the fourth stone, presence. Psalms 18 verse 19 says, He brought me out into a spacious place. He rescued me because he delighted in me. Psalms 147 verse 1, The Lord delights in those who fear him, who put their hope in his unfailing love. And in Exodus 33 verse 12 to 14, which I love this scripture, it's always been something that has encouraged me. It says, The Lord replied to Moses, My presence will go with you and I will give you rest. If you are pleased with me, teach me your way so that I may know you and continue to find favor with you. Remember that this nation, talking about the Israelites, is your people, Moses said to the Lord. You have been telling me, lead these people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. You have said, I know you by name, and you have found favor with me. As I was saying before, that, that God's presence will go with you. Are you aware of the presence of God? 
around your life. We talked about before about when you sit down with people and you can sense the presence of God over their lives and you can tell that they have spent time with God in his presence. And I'm sure they're the first people to tell you that they are not perfect. There is nothing that they have done to necessarily earn this because what? The grace of God, his unmerited, undeserved favor, but yet we just humble ourselves before him and God does this, pours out his favor and his presence, just like when he's talking to Moses, he said, my presence will go with you. God's presence will go with you. Wherever you go, are you aware of that? So when you get up in the morning and go to work, when you go home this afternoon, it goes with you. The presence of God is there always. A lot of the time through life's business, we, we forget. Things become clouded. Things become blurry. and We forget that God's presence is with us, which is so important to know these things, which is why, how can we remember God's favor? Today, we use these, I use these as an illustration to remind us of these four things. But what are your stones? What do you use to remember the favor of God? What are your stones to remember that who God has called you to be? Or to remember who He is? What are the stones that you use? And these things are, I know are very simple and I'm sure there are more things and, and I feel like I, whenever I come back to how can we do it, it's very simple. Number one, wait on the Holy Spirit. And we're going to do that in a moment. Wait on the Holy Spirit. In John uh, 14 verse 26 it says, But the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have said to you. Create space to breathe. We're always so busy. Create space to breathe. Even in our times of worship, and, and today, thank you to our amazing worship team. It was I just felt like in that moment, we just needed to de- declare the name of Jesus. We needed to declare that over our lives, over others. But often there are also times where we just need to al- allow ourselves just to stop, just to wait, allow the Holy Spirit to speak to us, allow ourselves to breathe, make room for the Holy Spirit to speak to you. Number two, read the Bible. So the stone that we can remember, we can wait on the Holy Spirit, the next stone we can do is read the Bible. Read the Scriptures. Read the Scriptures we've been reading about today. Take time this week to read them, to meditate on them, to think about them. Not only just read those scriptures, but read the Bible. Because you'll learn. You'll learn more about God. You'll learn more about His favor. And you'll learn more about His love, His mercy, His kindness. You'll learn how to walk in right standing before Him. Read the Word of God. Number three is worship. Make room to sing about God, to sing about His favor. I know that I'll always come back to adding a little bit of worship in the, in the Word. Um, I love worshiping God. I love worshiping God. 
I know it's it's not, it's not only do I feel that God that that's what God has created me to be, but I know He's created you. He's created all of us to worship Him. Do you make room in your week to worship God? To put on some worship music? To find something that you can just put on and just sing. If you lo- if you have your own instrument at home and you can worship, you can do that. Or just sing, you can do it in the car, you can put the music on while you, you're cleaning, whatever that may be. Take time to worship, worship Him. Find songs that talk about Him, who He is and what He's done. We have so much more access to worship now than ever before. When I was when I was younger, um, there wasn't that much um, that you could do. You had to um, wait for the Kuron catalog to get sent to your home, so you could find which ones you could do, then fill it in, send it back, and then they would with the money, and then um, they would send it uh, back. You know, a couple of weeks later. So you had to wait. And not only that, so worship like, you know, now you have access, like, you know, Hillsong Worship, we've got so much worship on, you know, on the streaming platforms. But back then, you had to wait once a year for the new album to come out. Now there are so many churches that have worship, there's a saturation. You have no excuse to find worship songs that can help you remember who God is and about that talk about his favor. And there is so there is power. There is something powerful that occurs when we when we sing and declare the goodness of God over our lives and over the lives of others. And that happens. And I'm sure at some point we'll talk about, you know, worship and, and what that looks like in full at another time. There is so much about worship. But there's I remember being in times of worship. It's a stone that helps remind me who God is, what he does, and not only for me, but then I'm like, oh God, I just feel like I need to sing this over my friend or my family or my workplace or I just feel like singing this over our city or over our country. Don't underestimate the power of worship. Just like we are talking about before, don't underestimate the power of of prayer. And obviously then, um, number four, which I didn't have uh, down here, which is just prayer. How can we remember? Pray. Spend time with God in prayer. And lastly, before we finish, and um, in a moment, don't worry about coming up because we'll just put some music on in a moment um, from the AV area. But what can we do to remind others of that favor? Because we have a responsibility as well. Not only do we have the responsibility to remind ourselves, but you and I have a responsibility to remind others. Just like um, Joshua and the Israelites, they put the stones down as a memorial. And then when their children would ask, they would then tell them. What are the stones in your life that when those who are with you, they go, tell us. Tell us what God has done for you. How did God do that? How come God has poured out his favor on your life? And sometimes, and I know that can be hard, because sometimes I think what the enemy tries to do is downplay a lot of things that makes us feel like we are not worthy to share what God has done. Or we, have, we forget 
what God had done. And so therefore, we're like, oh, I just don't remember. But God has done. If you take that time to wait on the Holy Spirit, you spend time in prayer, you spend time in worship, you read His Word, you can start to remember what God has done. And I just want to encourage you quickly before we finish is about sharing. And in Jude chapter 1, verse 5, it says, Though you already know all this, I want to remind you that the Lord at one time delivered His people out of Egypt, but later destroyed those who did not believe. And the writer of that um, scripture that passage talks to us. I want to remind you, and we've heard Pastor Benara and, and Charlie speak about this before as you know, talking about spiritual parents, that we have a responsibility to also to remind others, to remind each other, so that when you see your brother or sister looking like they're, 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 um, things may be troubling them, or you, you have them on your heart, call them or or or, um, or um, pray for them, or, or when you see them at church, hey, I just want to remind you, dot, 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 whatever that is that God places in your heart, let us be a people that would, that we'd be ready to be used by him to remind each other. And that's the body of Christ. That's the body of Christ, that we, that we do this together. And just like we learn about these stones today, did you also know that we are called living stones? So those stones that were physical on the Jordan River when they crossed, that reminded them. But you are a living stone, which means our lives are then called to be a memorial unto God of what He has done in and for your life. And in 1 Peter chapter 2, it says, Therefore rid yourselves of all malice and all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and slander of every kind, like newborn babies crave pure spiritual milk, so that by it you may grow up in your salvation, now that you have tasted that the Lord is good. As you come to Him, the living stone rejected uh, by humans, but chosen by God and precious to Him, you also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. But you are a chosen, in verse 9, but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. We have this amazing opportunity as living stones to declare the praises of God, to declare the praises of God. So just like when the Israelites would walk by these 12 stones and they would remember, they would be reminded, but that our life would remind others of that his favor protects, provides, promotes, and that his presence is with us. Amen? Why don't we just close our eyes now? Just if you guys can put that music on. It's going to take a couple more moments. We'll finish soon. Just allow ourselves just to breathe once again. Allow what God has spoken to us this morning just to, to, to come to our mind, to come to our memory. And But before we, we, we finish today, I also want to just take this moment, give an opportunity for those who had not received or given their lives to Jesus. Or you may be someone that you felt like you've walked away from Jesus. 
And we always want to give you the opportunity to make that decision today. And we talked about how his favor is about God's grace, his undeserved, unmerited favor. And God's grace is by grace, his undeserved, unmerited favor that we have been saved. So if that's you this morning while our eyes are closed, if if you would like to give your life to Jesus for the first time or you would like to to recommit, why don't you just lift your hands where where you are. I'll I'll see that and you can put that down once you put that up. Thank you. You can put your hand down once you put that up. Thanks. And if you're someone here that you that you don't feel to do that, that's okay. Just in this moment, just allow your heart just to to be opened even more. That God would solidify this what we've been speaking about today, that we would be reminded of his favor. Just give that opportunity one more time. If you haven't put your hand up yet, you and say, Nat, I'd love to give my life to Jesus or I'd love to recommit my life. Just put that up where you are. Amen. Well, while our eyes are closed, why don't we just say this um, together, this prayer. Dear Jesus, I come before you to say I'm sorry for living life my way. I ask for forgiveness and I choose to give my heart and my life for you. And today I thank you for your grace, your undeserved favor, your love and your mercy. Holy Spirit, help me each day. Remind me so I will not forget who you are and what you have done. In Jesus' name, amen. And if you did put your hand up, we have a team that will um, be able to give you a a Bible if you haven't got a Bible at the end of this service. Just a couple more moments. If you feel like you've forgotten about his protection, about his provision, his promotion, his presence, those four stones that we spoke about today. In this moment, just allow God just to to speak to you. Or even think about what stones can I use? You know, today we spoke about those, about waiting on the Holy Spirit, reading his word, worshipping, prayer. What other things can you do? Ask God, God, what else can I do to help remind me so I don't forget? I don't want to forget that you protect, that you provide, that you promote, and that your presence is with us. We wait on you. Thank you, Lord. Would you remind us this morning May we not forget. 
May you remind us of who you are. And if we've forgotten about who you've called us to be, may you remind us of who you've called us to be. May you remind us that we are also called to remind others May we be your living stones, Lord. Why don't we just all stand together and we'll pray and then I'll release you. And feel free, we'll leave the music on if you just want to come and if you need to receive prayer, we'll have some people that can come pray with you or if you just want to just sit in God's presence that little bit longer. Why don't we just close our eyes. Father, I just thank you for each and every single person here today. Lord, I thank you for them. Lord, I give thanks for who they are. I thank you that you've brought us here today to give you glory and honor. And Father, may you remind us just as we learn about today, may you remind us throughout this week of your favour. And so I pray that you bless each and every family here, each and every individual, that as they go out, whether it's in their workplace or spending time at home in the school holidays, maybe you bless each and every single person. May you give parents the patience in the school holidays to endure. And may they also have a lot of fun celebrating and enjoying family time. So we pray that your blessing and favor would rest upon each and every single one of us in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, amen, amen. Well, church, I hope that blesses you this morning. And um, yeah, let's go out, let's um, get around and um, encourage one another. Stick around if you're a new person. We'd love to get to meet you and to know you. Um, And as I said, if you'd like prayer, please feel free to come down and we'll see you guys next Sunday. Bless you all. We hope you were encouraged by today's message. If you would like to know more about our church, please go to celebrationchurch.com.au.